Scoreboard Podcast. I'm Sarah Coe, one of the Annenberg Sports Media Editors, and am the presenter of this podcast. The Scoreboard Podcast is designed to give you all USC sports news directly from USC students. For the first episode, Eddie's son, Regan Griffin Jr., and Sam Scalbania give a little insight on what to expect for the upcoming men's basketball season. I'm Regan Griffin. I'm joined here today by Eddie's son and Sam Scalbania. Uh, we're here at Studio B in USC Annenberg, and y'all hear that? Yeah. That's basketball season. It's quickly <laughs> approaching. Um, I'll just I'll start off by this. Um, what are y'all excited about for the, for this year? Uh, well, I'm excited about a lot of things. I think uh, Isaiah Mobley is something to really get excited about. Uh, USC has been bringing in a lot of great talent in the last few years, um, and we've retained some some solid players from years past. So it's always the question for USC whether we are, or not we can you know ma- uh, use that talent and get somewhere with it. But I think that excitement is always something worth looking at because uh, Andy Enfield has a chance every year to make something happen, right. which is always you know just something to look forward to. And uh, I think. This year, they have a real shot at making something happen, so definitely excited about that. Um, I'm a freshman here, so really, I'm just excited to see all the new talent, of course, but also what they do with it, and more so just how they work within the college basketball environment. Right. Like what plays they run, how they do their sets, what kind of defenses, what kind of what kind of things they do on the court. And, and to your point, I, I've never been that into college basketball, not at least until March Madness, so, you know... It'll be exciting to get to see, like, what a team looks like throughout the regular season. Um, You know, I I don't think there's a better time than right now to be into USC basketball, something like we're on the best four-year stretch in school history in terms of our record. So, you know, it's a good time to be a Trojan. Um, So this coming Friday, we're going to have the – we're going to get the first opportunity to see this team in action against uh, the Villanova Wildcats, of all people, right, are going to come out to California. They're going to play in the California Fire – foundation charity game um the california fire foundation being an organization which provides emotional and financial assistance to firefighters families of fallen firefighters and the communities they protect a good cause you know it'll be it'll be a good cause but at the same time it's basketball it's a chance to see you know what kind of competitive edge we have and uh, a perennial powerhouse like villanova what do y'all think what what are y'all looking for in this game well, I'm glad it's a charity game because right. <laughs> uh, it, it, might, it might be a, it might be a little ugly for USC. I'm not right. gonna lie. Uh, I do like the talent on our team, but Villanova's, I mean, they're just a powerhouse. Right. They they bring an amazing talent and they they have an amazing coach too. So, I I don't think it's gonna be they're gonna take it too seriously. Yeah. Um, you know, it's just for the charity and um, which is great. But yeah, I mean, I think it's gonna be a little bit. I mean. Not a blowout, probably. They'll probably be respectful. Right. You know, I think they're going to get both teams are going to let uh, both the like younger guys get to right. playing time, mm-hmm. people on the bench and stuff. So it's basically a uh, scrimmage under spotlights, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that's the what's the environment. That's what the environment is going to be like. I think um, what the USC team's been practicing so far, they're just going to basically put on the court because this is a game with no stakes they'll just see what it looks like i assume they're going to try a lot of lineup combinations Mm -hmm. um try to run different sets try to see what each player is capable of when you give them the ball and when they're off the ball yeah it's it's kind of a little bit of a bummer honestly because i think this would be a great game to see talents like talon and uh talon lewis and drake london right for them to get some good early reps but they are both two sport athletes right. so they're unable to do so until later in the season but i think this would be a great game to see what drake london has to offer um and it's a little unfortunate that football season is uh going to take up that time here but i think 
once the season gets going, I mean, college basketball season always takes kind of a long time to get oh, yeah. going. Like, it's mm-hmm. it's kind of hard to pay attention. We're honestly, still a, we're still a month out right. from actual games, and then a few months out from conference play. So right. Yeah. And this I, is really early. I kind of think of conference play as really like the start of the season because yeah. that's kind of what determines whether or not you're going to get into the tournament or what happens to the Pac-12 tournament. So it takes a while, but I think it's kind of good for USC because we get those right. extra talents um, coming from the other sports, track and field for Taylor Lewis and uh, football for Drake London. I will say, um, almost like NBA preseason, right? You see a team like the Los Angeles Lakers kind of playing around with a bunch of different lineups. I think this gives Enfield an opportunity to kind of do the same thing. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we have a lot of talent in the front court. You know, Big O, Isaiah Mobley, uh, Nick, you know, Rakosovich, right. right? So, you know, it gives them an opportunity to say, hey, can we put one of these guys at the three and run a successful five, or do we need to have one of them come off the bench? Um, I know, you know, word on the street is there there might be somewhat of a point guard controversy between Elijah Weaver and Ethan Anderson. It'll be interesting to see who the first guy out there is, and mm-hmm. I, I imagine it'll probably be Weaver since he has seniority, but, you know, over the course of the season, who knows how that ends up, but it'll definitely be interesting to see what kind of lineups Andy Enfield's looking at playing around with. Yeah, and I think, like we talked about earlier, it's really just a great opportunity for Enfield to kind of work that th- those yeah. types of things and out. And the opportunity to play a basketball, a highly respected basketball oh, yeah. program, that's always nice because out in the West Coast where a lot of these programs are in the East Coast, you don't get that opportunity. I mean, who wouldn't take that? You know, Villanova, come on down to Southern California, get some <laughs> of the true. sunshine, playing a charity game, you know. It, it, on Enfield's part, it's a pretty good strategic move, you know, just to put your team up against that sort of talent. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I think it's a win-win for both teams. So, so. Yeah, and also for a great charity. Oh, yeah. That's uh, true. Win-win-win. Yeah, that's right. Well, one team's going to have to lose. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I think it's also going to be really interesting, too, to see just how our skill players match up against, like I said, a, a powerhouse like Villanova. Yeah. They're coming into the season ranked number five. So clearly, like, their skill players are touted as some of the best oh, in yeah. the country. So it'll be interesting because I think – USC's players honestly can play with anybody on like if they're playing one-on-one cutthroat or something <laughs> right. mm-hmm. but it's up to Enfield really to make them mesh which has been lacking a little bit in seasons past it's honestly kind of reminds me of the football team a little bit because they can get big wins and they can play tough with a really good opponents but then they just can't put a whole season can't together that, yeah that consistency right yeah um and, let me ask oh, sorry. and to your point Sam the talent should match up for the most part because I know Villanova had fi- uh, two five-star recruits. The USC also had two five-star recruits. Villanova has more of a system in place that is set by Jay Wright, and mm-hmm. we've seen them be successful for the last three, four, five years. And for USC, we've seen talent, and we're not, we haven't seen them put them in an effective system. Right. So what it will come down to, we'll see in this game, is what's the separator between a program like Villanova and a program like USC? And the question for this game, and ultimately will be the question for this season, is can we take this individual talent and put it into a cohesive unit? Because mm-hmm. if we can do that, honestly, I think the sky's the limit. You know, not even just talking in terms of the Pac-12, but I'm talking in terms of a tournament. I can see, you know, just in terms of the talent we have on the court, if we can get them to mesh and play well together, that's easily a sweet 16 team in my eyes. Um, I agree. I think yeah, in years past, too, uh, it's every time I've looked at the town on the floor, I've been like, this team could easily beat some of the teams that they would match up against in the tournament for right. a second rounds, and we just haven't gotten to the tournament. Yeah. But I think if, if they make it in, they'll make a run. Oh, yeah. Um, let me ask you all this. Who, who's one player that you like are going to be on the lookout for come Friday night? Honestly, uh, 
Nick Rakosevic, he oh, yeah. has had a fantastic career at USC, and uh, he's just really a workhorse, and he's going to be the center of this team, um, literally and figuratively. Mm-hmm. I mean, he, uh, well, I guess he, he plays forward, but he's he's the rock, and uh, he just he works really hard. He plays great defense, and he gets tons of rebounds. And he's been really working on his mid range game and uh, working off the dribble. So I just. I love to watch him play. He he works harder than anybody else on the court, and he provides a lot of offense and just excellent defense for the team. So that's that's who I'm looking forward to this entire season. I think this could be his breakout. I think he needs to make a pretty big push to make it to the league, mm-hmm. and I think he could. I think he honestly could be a help to a lot of teams in the NBA. So look for him to really show out, I think, every game. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. Eddie? Isaiah Mobley and Big O were the two biggest recruits, mm-hmm. but... One that I think is going under the radar radar is the four-star recruit Max Agbonpolo. Okay. And I've seen some highlights of his game, and I really like how it might translate to college. To me, he's he's just a little shorter than Isaiah Mobley, but the games really profile similarly where they're really long wingspan, pretty big dudes who have a nice touch and nice handle to their game. Mm-hmm. I want to see how he looks in this game because I think he can be a game changer from the perimeter when we have a lot of inside players, players that play above the rim and in the interior, he can be the player that goes inside outside. Right. And yeah. to answer that question at the small forward position, do you th- do you see him as a guy who can potentially fill that role? I think so. I think he's six eight, so he has the size and he's a little quicker than Isaiah Mobley. Okay. And his handle's a little more smooth. Yeah. Um, and then for me to answer my own question, I, I guess, you know, I brought up the whole potential uh, point guard controversy. Uh, I definitely want to see Ethan Anderson. He, he was, I think, want to say the Los Angeles High School Player of the Year, which is impressive because th- there's some definitely a lot of talent down here in Los Angeles. Um, and I, as a freshman, right, he's in some of my classes, so I get to see him every day. So, you know, it'd be pretty cool to, uh, you know, see him do have an impact on the mm-hmm. team. Um but at, at the same time, you know, I, Elijah Weaver's a little bigger. He has more experience. But um, I don't know. Watching uh, his highlights, his his being uh, Ethan Anderson, he's he's just bouncy. You know, I, I like yeah. his aggressiveness on defense. He's he's athletic. Um, if he can continue to improve on his jumper, uh, he made strides on that his senior year, and he can uh, you know kind of improve his ability as a facilitator. I could definitely see him being the guy who you know overtakes a guy like Elijah Weaver who I thought would have been slated easily to be the starting point guard yeah well that'll wrap it up for this episode we'll see you next week thanks to Eddie Regan and Sam for bringing us the first episode of this podcast to stay updated with this podcast and all USC sports news follow at and media sports on Twitter Instagram and Facebook thanks for listening and tune in to the scoreboard every week